Hello and welcome to our next podcast, Do You Actually Really Need a Supplement? Hi, I'm Antoinette Foster and I'm a nutritional therapist and medical herbalist. And myself and my team of practitioners have been bringing you, I hope, some very informative and enjoyable and perhaps a bit of fun, because I like to have a bit of fun, podcasts. And today I'm going to be talking about the need for a nutritional supplement. Do you actually need one? Are you confused? <laughs> you know, sometimes I get confused and I probably should know better. But how often do you hear your friend, horse owner or a trainer suggest a specific nutritional supplement for your horse? And how many times are you immensely confused? Well, over the past 20 plus years, the equine nutrition supplement market has grown enormously, creating competition on the shelves but also great confusion. So which supplements appear to be the most popular in the market? It seems that one of the most popular products are antioxidants, supplements for coat condition, gastrointestinal supplements such as pre and probiotics, and products to assist with hindgut health and ulcers. Other products that seem to be quite popular are ones that calm the nervous horse. And if you listen to my last podcast, it was about nervousness in horses. And alongside these products, you'll find respiratory products, products for allergies and coughs, etc. So before we delve into more specifics, what exactly is in your feed room currently? Are there containers of various herbal concoctions or vitamin supplements, etc.? Supplements have become much more a part of general health care these days very different to how it was many years ago when horses were just fed oats and hay. It is well worth considering, does your horse really need a supplement? And if he or she does, then is it the right one? The most endearing feature of supplements is the flexibility of being used in many different ways. Supplements can be beneficial with horses that suffer from joint issues, pain and muscle soreness, for example. They can also be used for nervous horses to assist with tenseness. They can be used to assist with weight or help with hormonal imbalances. Certainly, they do have their uses, and in my profession as a nutritionist and medical herbalist, results can be very exciting, but my concern always is the health of the horse. As horse owners, many of us take supplements ourselves every day, like the general population, but in many cases, do we actually know why we're taking them? Glossy magazine ads, TV commercials can be quite convincing. There is no doubt that from a scientific point of view, certain supplements can be enormously beneficial. If a horse is being fed a well-balanced diet, does the horse require a daily supplement? Well, the answer is probably yes, but it will be dependent on the discipline, the amount of hours worked per week, for example, and the type of horse. Is the horse a good doer? Has the horse got extra energy, etc.? Over recent years, research in Australia and overseas has provided more accurate guidelines on nutritional supplements and requirements of horses and how they alter in relation to growth, exercise or reproductive requirement. Analysis of feeds gathered from different localities and climates has proven that there are low or inadequate levels of certain nutrients which can affect the health and performance of a horse. In some cases, individual nutrients provided in non-regulated feeds are imbalanced or in excess of the needs of the horse. 
If this is not corrected, this can actually be detrimental to the horse's health and well-being. For older horses that are not working with access to good quality pasture, they may obtain adequate intake of major nutrients, minerals and vitamins to meet their needs. But more often than not, they may still require some form of supplementation. This is really a case-by-case -case basis. Research has definitely proven that soils in Australia that have been consistently producing feed, whether it be hays or grains, have depleted nutrient levels leaving produce grown in these areas sadly deficient in many major and very important vitamins and minerals. The salinity level has also increased over a period of time and there has also been an overuse of pesticides which can contribute to the nutrient deficiency in soils. Plus the big one, global warming and its effects on climate change. And is there a risk of over-supplementing? Yeah, I think there's definitely a risk because I find that very often if you're given a dose rate by a supplier or a nutritionist, often we have this mentality where we think mm, maybe we'll give them a bit more. But in actual fact, that is not going to be the best option. There are many nutritional supplements on the market for horses and the vast majority contain simple minerals which are not fit for human consumption. And these are very poorly absorbed and utilised by the horse. And if you look at one supplement as opposed to another, you might find that they actually require a very high level of grams per day to provide some support. Many supplements do also contain vitamins, which are feed grade, again, not fit for human consumption. And I'd say here, my theory has always been the same. If it's not fit for us, then why are we giving it to our animals? We certainly love them and we, we respect them and we have so much time for them, then why are we not giving them the best possible opportunity to reach their optimal health. Many other ingredients used in these supplements are industrial and technical grade. So my advice is always check the quality of ingredients and choose only oral grade. After all, as I said, don't our horses deserve the very best? Like any other substance your horse ingests, supplements should be treated with respect. So it is important to be aware that they have the potential to do harm as well as good. Research has provided us with information suggesting that the most popular supplements are ones for joint health. And that makes a lot of sense because pain is very common in horses. And certainly joint issues in horses is probably one that is the most common. So osteoarthritic conditions in particular seem to kind of top the bill in that respect. And it doesn't matter what age the horse is, you know, osteoarthritic conditions can really happen with any horse at any age. There is quite a variation with the types of supplements being used based on the type of disciplines. For example, a high performance horse such as eventing horses, endurance horses and racing horses tend to look for products such as electrolytes and pain relief as being the priority. We all know that pain is very common in both the human and animal world, so it stands to reason that this is something that horse owners would be seeking. There's quite a range of supplements for joint issues in horses. And a lot of them contain very similar ingredients. So I think it's very important to get really good advice so you have an understanding of what ingredients are being used in your joint supplement, 
how they work together and how much science is actually behind those ingredients being used. Now, it's very rare to get clinical studies on specific products in the equine industry. And if they are, they're usually very, very, very tiny studies that really don't equate to much, you know, not 100 or 200 horses or or 40 horses in a study. And often these studies are actually being financed by the producer of the product. So that's important to keep in mind when you're making a decision about which joint supplement to use. So I highly recommend to always get advice about the ingredients being used and the science behind them. We have to understand too in the equine industry, there's not a great deal of study or even funding available for research, except of course for drugs, because that's a different scenario altogether. But in the complementary medicine section, there really is no funding whatsoever. In fact, most companies like our company, who are about to embark on some clinical trials, have to fund it themselves. We can't get funding for the equine industry when it comes to complementary medicine, which is kind of sad because if you look at the human health industry, that is certainly not the case. So therefore, we are more reliant on a lot of anecdotal evidence and scientific evidence for the ingredients being used rather than the supplement themselves. Horses, unlike humans and dogs, do not break down supplements in their gastrointestinal system. Human studies may suggest that vitamins and minerals break down in the human body. However, this may not be the case with horses. There still is a lot more research required to ascertain whether or not they do break down vitamins and minerals. Therefore, some products may work in other species but simply do not work in horses. We do know that horses are strict herbivores and that's very important because they only consume plant matter and that will be very readily digested <coughs> excuse me, and utilised by the horse than possibly other types of ingredients being administered. So how confused can you get when you look at a shelf full of joint supplements? Well, I mean, I know a lot about ingredients because I'm a product formulator as well and a practitioner for a very long time. But the average person who owns a horse doesn't have that information, not readily available. And there's so many joint supplements in the market today, it can be so confusing. Some appear to be quite effective and others just have what we call a placebo effect, whereby the horse owner believes that it is working. And that's very common, placebo effect, very common. For example, you know, sometimes we might take a particular supplement because a friend recommended it, you know, for ourselves, and we might think it's doing amazing things, but then we realise, actually, you know, it's doing nothing. So I think we need to make sure that there is really good scientific evidence behind the ingredients being used, as I mentioned earlier, particularly for formulations for joints and muscles. The most commonly used ingredients are actually glucosamine, chondroitin, MSM, and very often rosehip. Well, glucosamine, it's interesting. Back in 2008, there was a very, very extensive study in the human health industry, and it concluded that glucosamine really was not very effective with joints and to reduce inflammation. Certainly using chondroitin and perhaps MSM together may have more of a benefit. But from my perspective, as a product formulator, 
They're not ingredients that I would use anyway. Well, rosehip is another one. Rosehip, there are a number of products around that do contain rosehip. Again, I am a great believer in using a combination of nutrients to achieve a really high successful result. Rosehip extract is one that we do use and also curcuma longa, which is commonly known as turmeric. Now, I'm not referring to the turmeric that you use in your curries, no. I'm referring to curcuma longa as an extract. And we use an extract that's around about 300 to 1. But for those who want to know, this extract actually is a patented extract, and it's isolated down to tetrahydrocurcuminoids. Now, these are water responsible for high pain relief. And that's what we use in one of our products. We're a great lover of herb extracts, of course, and we use a number that are very, very effective and efficient in reducing inflammation and pain in horses. Now, pain is very common in horses, as we know. It's very common in humans. I mean, I ask that question again, if you've been listening to my podcasts. Well, who on the planet has never suffered pain? Bottom line, that's never, ever going to happen because every one of us has suffered pain at some point. Sometimes we forget that the anatomy and physiology of the horse is not really suited to the job we ask them. On top of all this, we then plonk a rider, a saddle, bridle, and ask them to perform sometimes quite difficult movements that are actually not natural for the horse. So these are trained. We are training our horses to do and perform movements that actually they don't do naturally. As a practitioner and product formulator, I believe it's very important to choose ingredients that are compatible with each other. I kind of liken it to relationships or, you know, with friends or partners. I mean, if we don't get on, well, things just don't happen, do they? We end up not liking each other and we don't want to spend time with each other. So really, it's just a simple way of explaining that if we have compatible ingredients, then the bioavailability of each ingredient used is going to be increased substantially. And it will have quite an amazing effect and benefit, in particular, when we're talking about our joint supplements in reducing pain and inflammation in horses. And I guess very commonly, as I mentioned earlier, osteoarthritic conditions is one of the most common complaints that we treat. Well, my go-to is always the Proformate Plus, and we've been using it in horses for well over 30 years. It's an Australian-made product and one that we're extremely proud of. But we also do export this product to the UK and European market. Because like all of our products, they are unique to the world market. We produce true natural therapy products, which means that we use one or more of the five nutrient groups which work together to cause an effect. And it's a very powerful effect indeed. These include mineral tissue salts, organic herb extracts, specific amino acids, specific vitamins and trace elements. The ingredients used in the Proformate Plus have got the most amazing science behind them. And remembering, if you've been listening to our podcast, all of our ingredients used are listed with the Therapeutic Goods Administration in Australia for use in humans. Now, if you don't know much about the TGA, you can't get any ingredient listed unless it has the most amazing and substantial amount of science behind it. That means a lot of research has gone behind all the ingredients that we use. 
You can find out more information about the ProFormate Plus on our website, highform.com.au. Just look at shop, look at Highform products, and look at ProFormate Plus, and it will be there. And you'll find a lot of information about how the product works and the ingredients used, and also the science behind it. The other product that is my go-to for pain relief is our Equagesic Plus. This product is primarily an isolated extract, which I mentioned earlier, of curcuma longa, that's tetrahydrocurcuminoids, which means its potency is exceptional and once again has the most amazing science behind it. In fact, this particular extract has more science behind it than any other curcuma longa product in the market today, whether it be human or animal health industry. It also contains Boswellia serrata extract, and this has been used really efficiently and effectively with a lot of osteoarthritic patients in the human health industry, particularly with arthritis of the knee or the knee joint. We also use black pepper extract, which is an extract that is again patented, and it is a black pepper extract called bioparine. And the bioparine actually has the ability to increase nutrients such as herbs, vitamins, minerals by up to 20 to 30% by increasing the absorption and utilisation of all the ingredients that are actually within the same formula, which is pretty amazing. And there's some very good research behind bioparine. We also use essential fatty acids because basically it's, it's really important to use essential fatty acids when you're using black pepper, but also essential fatty acids, of course, like omega-3 are really good for joint health. Now, the Equagesic Plus has really high pain relief and also is quite fast acting. Like all of our products, though, they're extraordinarily safe to use and highly effective. And again, being all oral grade for human consumption, well, at the moment, I have a, a bit of an injury after slipping on my back, being really stupid wearing inappropriate footwear. I did a whiplash to my upper chest area. Sounds funny, yeah, but I use the Equagesic Plus and oh my goodness me, it has been amazing for this injury. It's cut down the time and the, the healing time quite substantially. So I would say without a doubt that the Profimay Plus and the Equagesic Plus are definitely my most favourite joint supplements and I'm a bit biased of course because they are our formulas but there's nothing like these products in the market and they are so effective. And, you know, very often we have what are called the last hopers. In other words, they've tried every particular product. They've been down the veterinary road and they haven't been successful in actually helping their horse. There are certainly at least 5% of all cases that really we're not going to be able to help either. But 95% of the cases, we can definitely make a significant difference and in most cases can get the horse back to full soundness. And that, I can tell you, is the most rewarding thing in the world. Even after over 30 years of being in this business, I still get such a buzz when we get a result like that. I do feel that products using ingredients that have solid published human data behind them does give you, the horse owner, reassurance that the product they are using will deliver results. It is, I believe, the responsibility of companies producing supplements to provide a certificate of analysis 
specifications and science behind the ingredients being used in their product. I do also feel that they should be providing details of the form of minerals and vitamins and also the source being used. If there is a statement made such as organic vitamin mineral supplement or organic herb or only organic herbs used, then this needs to be backed up because being realistic, it is extremely expensive to locate organic products that have been through stringent testing to achieve certification. Now, I've been a product formulator for over 30 years, and I'm very used to the lengths that we must go to to find and secure organic and genuine natural ingredients. We are very fortunate to have developed long-term relationships with our suppliers, so quality is always guaranteed. There are too many inferior ingredients being used in supplements and products in the market, and that can not just necessarily be supplements, but also feeds as well. Too many products only contain a small level of actives. And my question is, well, what else is contained in these products? Do we actually know? There is an example. It's a brand. It's a commonly used brand. And let's just call it brand A. <clears throat> it contains magnesium as amino acid, protein, chelate and oxide, 90 grams per kilo. Vitamin E, 30,000 international units per kilo. And vitamin A, 30,000 international units per kilo. And vitamin B1, 6.66 grams per kilo. Now, when you total that up and you convert the international units to grams, that comes to 149 grams per kilo. That's not even 15%. So what else is contained in this product? The material safety data states blend of vitamins and minerals in a suitable carrier. Well, I believe that if it's not good enough for us to consume, then it is not good enough for our horses. The fact that a horse is an animal does not mean that there is a license to feed them a poor, possibly harmful ingredient, or worse, a product that is ineffective. So I'd like to thank everyone for joining me in this podcast today and if you would like more information about choosing the right supplement for your horse and the reasons behind why you may need it then please feel free to contact us we would love to help you also while you're thinking about i guess your horse and life and the universe and everything if you come up with some topics that you would like us to talk about please let us know we would love to share more information with you in the meantime, thank you for joining me and I will look forward to spending more time with you in the future. Take care.